Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Yo. Hey, y'all. What's goody? Mm. What's your tea? <laughs> so did y'all have a good week? Yeah, it was alright. It was been right. working, man. Good. Just been oh, working, man. tired. <laughs> Woke up at six this morning to work. No, getting you those gotta coins. get that money though. And make that bread. Huh? No, money, I don't fuck money, nobody money. no more. Mm. For money. You said what? <laughs> so I don't want fuck nobody for no money no more. <laughs> So shit, gotta make it work. Look, I do. If, if you out there, if you wanna, if you wanna set up an appointment, I'm tired. Hit me up, slide these DMs, cause bitch, I just need a coin, a job. Uh, shit, I went to um an interview with this. Did I talk about this last week? I think so. That mm. I went on an no. interview and it was a fucking fake ass pyramid. No. Oh, so I went on an interview. <laughs> That happened with Monday. everybody. Uh, <laughs> they get us all. But y'all know I haven't been in the job market. Right. You see what I'm saying? Oh. I've been working at the same company for fucking almost 10 years, So what you're saying is you can't mm. clock them. Yeah, so I don't know about Baby, it. Baby, I clocked mm-hmm. them at the door. Oh, I didn't waste it too. Me. Uh-huh. I went, so she met me at the job, my old job. And I ain't been at that job since March. What mm. was you doing there? Doing where? At the old job. Mia. What? My old job. Am I lost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost wait, too. Wait, wait. So, okay, maybe I'm lost. Yeah. So, you went back to the old job. That's when you met her? No, I didn't go back when I worked there. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I'm I was like, lost. I was like, bitch, you okay. worked there with me. Right. How you went there? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we at the old job. She met me there and she we exchanged numbers. She told me about her business. She was like, oh, you would be a great person to. Come um, work for me. So I was like, oh well, I'm not. I'm. I, I was at this job, so I was like, oh, I, I don't really have time to work anywhere else because I'm working 50, 60 hours a week here. So, you know, I can't. You know, I just really don't have time. She was like, well, I'll just call you later, and we'll, you know, if you ever free. So she called me like back in August, and I was like, ooh, I got a lot going on. I'm about to go to Seattle, blah 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 blah. So I can't really do it now, but. Come September, give me a call back and, you know, see what's happening there. Mm -hmm. So my goal 
with a job is I want to stay in Houston mm-hmm. because if I move, I know it's going to hurt us mm-hmm. because y'all live in Houston. So it's, it, that's weird. So, but you know, push come to shove. If I have to, you know, move, you know, we, we'll work it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, um, so I've been getting job offers in other places. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, uh, where? just like in New York, in Chicago, oh, wow. in Seattle, wow. in places. So, it's like, ugh, but I'm not getting any job offers here in Houston, so I'm kind of annoyed. Which is weird because Houston's actually known really for having a good market. job market. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. So you know, so I'm like, okay, well, let's see hmm. what she's talking about. So once September come, and I'm like, because every once you get to the fall, things slow down in regards to activism stuff. People ship flying you, shipping you out, and doing that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, paying you for some shit. So I'm like, oh, I don't have nothing coming up. So now I need to, you know, I had been sending my resume out, but now I need to really, now I can go on interviews and see what's up. Mm-hmm. So she says, oh, okay, great. So let's set the appointment. So we set the appointment for Monday. Um, I spent money to get to, get, spend an Uber to take me to where she's at. And I would tip in and I'm like, oh, this looks cute. Like it got this little, a little it, office building. Yes, it's it always was, a Sydney office oh, building. It was so cute. I was like, oh, this is so cute. I could work here. And da 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 baby, we took back to that room and she gets to talking. And I'm like, wait a minute. Am I being <laughs> recruited to a pyramid scheme? And so I say, so she get to talking about just all these people. And I was like, well, so what, how much am I getting paid an hour? And how, what am I exactly doing? Right. What's the salary? What's going on? Because you're not, you kind of beating around the bush, girl. That's what they <laughs> yeah. And so she get to explain how she, I was like, okay, I mean, this is a pyramid scheme. Mm. And I was like, uh, so she's like, do you think this would be great? Do you think this would be something you'd be interested in? Da, da, da. Let me research the company <laughs> and I'll get back Man. to you. And I dipped on out because I was like, girl, this is a pyramid scheme. Their name is Primerica. <gasps> they got oh, me yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> they they got had my me too. for interview, yeah. quote uh-huh. unquote. Sat in that fucking lobby for like an hour. Yeah. I, was I, was, I didn't wow. have to sit in for an hour, but it was weird. So I was pissed off because I spent money to get there and get there and get back. Damn. I was so annoyed. And so Man. I was like, oh, so. It probably was by my house. Uh, over Highway 6? Oh, no. No, this we had, it's one six. right on Will Chris. Oh, yeah, I did see that. So no, no, no. The one I, the one I know is on, the one she sent me to is the one on, um, on Highway Six, and so mm. spend all this money. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. I was pissed because Highway Six from here is yeah. kind of one too. I was pissed <laughs> off. So anyway, um, so that was annoying yeah. as fuck. And but the good <laughs> thing about this particular week, I did go to um the Trans Unity Banquet here in Houston. Okay. Yes, it was. A, it's a banquet. <laughs> it's been going on for like 27 years, and they give thousand dollars scholarship to trans students. Like anybody, and it's for like if vocation, it is for like college, it's for any kind of little trade you want to get, anything like that, they give you a scholarship for it. And they made so much money this year. They usually only give a give out like five. They, they're they doubling it and giving out ten. Which so, is bomb. Which is bomb as hell. Um, How many of those recipients were black? I don't, I have no idea. But what mm-hmm. I do know is that I don't... Uh, I, I know they have not honored Monica Roberts. Oh. 
Oh. Slay. Which is kind of strange. Which That's is late boo. Which is strange. Very, very strange. But I think she has some kind of beef with one of the people who are on the board. But uh, that well, that makes but sense. Re- but no, that doesn't make sense because regardless of um, interpersonal relationships, Monica does, if you're talking about trans activists in Houston, Monica, when it comes to media entertainment, media sources she's won a glad award she has really been out here doing the work for years Mm -hmm. so you know for you to act like she's not um to totally ignore her work is intentional and Mm so i i kind of was weirded out by that i was like you've never got this award monica because i'm new i didn't know about this banquet so um i was like you never got this award monica i said no and then you know it's shade (laughs) (laughs) so you know i just you know i thought that was shady but the event was pretty nice it was pretty decent um thank louie for giving me a ticket he just hit me up and was like hey you want to take it to this and i was like oh i didn't even know this existed but that kind of me not knowing it existed kind of lets you know they don't reach out to black folks yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know so you how know. many white people were there a lot a handful well you know how that goes you know yeah i i really want to say like a handful it was me didi monica oh you could count them no maybe like maybe like maybe like one and a half handfuls one teaspoon yeah so one dash of so black. So that answers my question. Yeah, so they're doing good work, but you know, it's not necessarily diverse work. Mm, got to work on that. People. Yeah, we yeah. got to work on Maybe that. Maybe we'll start coming in diverse and diverse, <laughs> diversifying it. Yes, uh, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay, so gonna dip in that white privilege, it, right? Fucking they got added to the Merriam Webster dictionary. They the word in there. <laughs> to describe yeah, it it's been in there, but uh-huh. I'm saying to des- I'm sorry, to describe non binary folks oh. specifically. So let me look it up. Okay, so it says used to refer to a single person whose gender identity is non binary. So I did a little, you know, a little research on her. You know what I'm saying? And there was actually Thon, 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 T-H-O-N. It was used to describe um, a proposed genderless pronoun of the third person. Because they actually took it out, though. Yeah, they did. That was their first. And I guess they was like, man, I like using this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just scrapped it. it. (laughs) Thon over there. Yes. (laughs) On your ass over there. (laughs) So, yeah. So, apparently, Thon was used back in the day as a genderless pronoun. Right. So, that's kind of cool that they had something back in the day (laughs) that was meant to be, you know, for the uh, genderless people or genderful. Just for them to make that step, mm-hmm. especially when people pretend they try to bust it out and say, "Right, <laughs> it's not accurate. It's not grammatically grammar. grammatically correct, bitch. How y'all <laughs> motherfuckers out here? Bam! Not Look right speaking. here. <laughs> Pull out that can't dictionary. Can't make full sentences. Yeah, they right. can't make full sentences. They starting sentences with an. They and you know I'm not. I'm not a proponent of 
um, speaking the white man's English fully correct anyway. <laughs> Fuck that bullshit. But you cannot make that an excuse when you barely right. is, is composing your sister structure correctly when you're talking to me in this moment. Right. <laughs> you know what I can't stand is when somebody try to sound smart and and like their grammar like when they <laughs> use like different words to like shortcut i'm like we from the south we do that from default yes and that's what i'm saying <laughs> no, we all use an informal right. we all use an informal way to talk especially black folks you Hell know? yeah we, we all use an informal way to talk and so the fact that you trying to pretend like you care about grammar so much that you can't call somebody they and them right get the fuck out of here you all right. On um Denver Post, it says Miriam Miriam Webster noted that they has been used as a singular pronoun since the late 1300s. Yeah, I was like, oh. which is sickening because that tells you that so really people y'all been motherfuckers been non-binary for a while this whole time. Yes, it's always been. Like, you <laughs> can you tell me their um? Hey, say you um yo you coming to do your paperwork for your your mom mm-hmm. at some office mm-hmm. and your mom is sick and she can't be there, but you're coming to do her paperwork for her because you're the power of attorney for her. Right. The the clerk would say, um, what is their social security number? Mm-hmm. They're talking about your mom. Right. One person that they probably know is a woman, mm-hmm. but they'll say, What is their social security number? So I can put it in the file. And people use be, it all the time. People do it all the time. They do. They do. They really <laughs> and do. And they don't know they do. Right. And only time it's an issue is when I'm asking it for a non-binary person. Right. When a non-binary person mm-hmm. is saying, this is why I want you to call me. What? That just doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. Right. <laughs> That's a part of your agenda. <laughs> What's your agenda? <laughs> right. I've been... I've been India Moore actually was like, are y'all willing? Because they came out as non-binary. And they've been doing that. But they was like, this is my pronouns, they and them. So are you willing to, uh, would you be willing to be accountable for that by, you know, giving me a donation to be, like, would you do that for people you misgender? Like, if you misgender somebody, you say you're so sorry, but are you willing to be accountable for that and pay up some coins, basically? Each time you right. do a wrong. Right. I can see that. Right. And people was giving them money on their Instagram. I saw. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was cool. Oh. Yeah, that's what's up. So let's talk about non-binary. Right. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I For me, could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. <laughs> for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. Trans 101. Trans 101. Yeah. Trans 101. Now I know that we are throwing this cockamamie. That's actually my favorite 
white people cuss word. <laughs> cockamamie. So anyway, this confusing trigonometry calculus to the rocket science power of the fourth function and yes, range, medium, means, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We're throwing this in your face and you still haven't got that. Uh-huh. And then we have the nerve to throw in some bullshit called non-binary. So somebody asked, and I'm face palming right now, so my face is not in the mic, it's in my palm. What's the difference between non-binary and androgyny? So androgynous or androgyny describes appearance, visual presentation, body characteristics, and even fashion. Whereas non-binary refers to someone's gender identity. When something is deemed androgynous, it has a mix of man and woman characteristics. And it's usually, more specifically, they are mixed in a way that seems to avoid strong gender signals. If a person identifies as non-binary, it means that they do not identify as fully or simply man or woman. They may identify as neither or as a mixture of both or having a changing identity, which is usually referred to as gender fluid. Many non-binary people desire uh, androgynous presentation, but this is not the case for all people. Many non-binary people like to look or present either close to or fully within the stereotypes of binary genders. One example would be India Moore. India Moore looks like a cis woman, but she is actually a non-binary person. Cisgendered people can be androgynous. Men and women can have androgynous presentations, especially people who don't have strong evident sex characteristics like facial hair, large breasts, broad shoulders, or wide hips. This is especially the case for women who have taller, skinnier builds and men with small frames and softer features. But regardless of body characteristics, people can choose clothing and style that, to varying degrees, de-emphasizes the sex characteristics of their body, leading to a more androgynous presentation. But it still has nothing to do with their gender identity. It's just their choice of an androgynous fashion. It reminds me of the word oriental. When I was growing up, my grandparents would call Asian people oriental. And so when I saw Asian people, I would call them, those are the oriental people. And as I grew up, I didn't know that Oriental was something that you don't refer to Asian people as. Oriental is meant more to describe things. They're Asian and they identify as Asian, but they don't identify as Oriental. So I can have an Oriental couch. I can have an Oriental lamp. I can have an Oriental chair. I can have an Oriental rug or Oriental pots and pans. But I don't have an Oriental family. I don't have an Oriental mom. I don't have an Oriental dad. It's not a group of Oriental people. People don't identify with Oriental. 
They identify with Asian. So non-binary people identify non-binary as their gender identity. Now, anybody can be androgynous, but they don't use androgynous as their gender identity. What can be confusing is that sometimes people will use androgynous as a personal label in the same way that some people use gender identities as a personal label. While many of these people are non-binary, a fair number of these people are just gender non-conforming binary people. Men and women who don't feel or present as classic men or women. So remember, a non-binary person is a person who has a gender identity that is non-binary. It's not binary, so it's not man or woman. And androgyny often refers to a manner of presentation that makes masculine and feminine components often to create a gender-neutral look. One is about identity and one is about presentation. And that's Trans 101. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So my topic is Antoinette Tony Harris. So she's a 22-year-old black woman. And she is the first woman to ever to attend college on a full football scholarship. She has overcome challenges brought about by her gender, her build, and what other people say, even even like a fatal illness, she was diagnosed with um, cancer, ovarian cancer wow. at the age 18. And she lost um, half of her body weight and she went through remission a year later. So she continued with her dream, though. She didn't stop. She continued to um, um, telling people that, look, I want to be a football player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, but people kept telling her that she couldn't move from high school football even though she played high school football mm-hmm. she she couldn't move from high school football to college football but she stayed determined so eventually she actually did enter into college so she entered into East Los Angeles College to be able to play free safety a uh, free safety with um the community college there and be on the team they let mm-hmm. her on the team after 2 years of playing football at this school she received a dozen of scholarship offers to play. Most recently, she marked history as the first woman to be signed to sign a letter of intent for a four-year college with a scholarship. 
Harris also caught the attention of like giant companies. Like in January during the um during the Super Bowl, the Toyota one of the Toyota advertisements included her in the Rav Four hybrid um commercial for the Super Bowl. It was sickening. That is sickening. <laughs> yeah, she wore it yeah. out. So um after after college, she plans on being on her favorite team, which is the Seattle Seahawks, and um, mm. or really any other team in the NFL. From what she said, she was like, "I want to be on the Seattle Seahawks, but what? but any team will do." So I thought this was an interesting, very very interesting um, topic because I've been having a lot of conversations around trans athletes with mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and their homophobia is kind of. Um, kind of not the homophobia and their transphobia is kind of popping up in the conversations and they don't understand how it's 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 popping up so first of all i want to tell me tell y'all i want to ask y'all what do y'all think about her going after being a football player i don't think there's a problem with it i think that's dope i think it's kind of scary because like football is can be violent There's in general. It's a contact sport, yeah, baby. It's, it can be violent because they be having a lot of head injuries. It's very common for concussions. A lot of the guys be beating on their wives and shit. It's just a lot of shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all ain't hear about that? Wait, yes, we're talking about in the game, though. Okay, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> shit. That's I didn't hear about that's that. True. It's a yeah, yeah. No, it's a lot of football players that have had scandals with them. Beating, on beating their wives mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bubble butt even lover. Kill, even killing them. Even killing them. Even killing them. Yeah, even and killing them. And all these football players. There's some, not all the football mm-hmm. players being their wives, but there have been cases that have made national news where they have either killed their wives or they abused their wives. Yeah. You didn't hear that one? Okay, I don't want to get off topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was about to go about that one football player that... Is his name Rice or something? Oh, killed himself. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one too. Like it's been a lot of high profile yeah. uh, cases where it's like, ooh, <laughs> you yeah. weird it out. So yeah, yes. They got but a lot anyway, yes, it's a really contact sport. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like very... But I mean, if she physically ready for it, yeah, she been she, she been playing football. She... Yeah. So she plays I, with cis men. Yeah, I really so don't underestimate try. the female body at all as to, as far as strength goes. Me either. Mm-hmm. I I played football when I was younger and I hated it. I'm <laughs> of, not a contact of type of person. <laughs> I was over. They always made my fucking ass do laps. And now, bitch, I could do that. I could run. <laughs> but baby, one day they had gave me the football and was like, "Well, no, they told me not to. That had misunderstood the the, the instructions." <laughs> and, <laughs> And and got the football and ran the opposite way. They were Uh, over me. Yeah, I'm sure. To the bench I went. (laughs) So I remember in which is which is kind of strange when it comes. I always feel like in life, there from in my life, I want to know talk about everybody else, but in my particular life, it it almost feel like I was meant to be who I am because mm-hmm. there has so been so many things that have blurred the gender lines in mm-hmm. my life. So mm-hmm. when I was a freshman in high school, we had a girl, her name was Tyra, she was a white girl, Tyra, um, Tierra, and white girl named Tierra. <laughs> Come on, Tierra. <laughs> white girl named Tierra, and she played on the varsity boys football team. Wow. When I was a freshman, she was a fucking senior, or junior, I can't, she was a senior. And she played on the football team. Like was she it was, wearing him out? Yeah, she was playing. She was good. 
So okay. of course she wasn't good as one of some of the guys, but she was better than some of them as well. Like she, there was some that was better than her. She was like in the middle. Like mm-hmm. she was, you know, that's what it was. But also my cousin Kiki White, the R and B singer, mm-hmm. she was on the wrestling team. She was the only girl on the wrestling team. Oh, slamming I knew niggas. A, I knew a girl like that too. Her name <laughs> yeah. is Brandy. She was straight, body slamming niggas. Yeah. And Kiki and Kiki is a strong ass when we were younger, <laughs> she was a strong ass bitch. <laughs> so why yeah. back? Why back she wore a size 10 shoe? She was she was a big girl. And strong vocals, yeah, too. Right. <laughs> Baby, I know the style you can wear somebody out. Yeah, so, so she would be wrestling, like literally in the same suits. You know, she have her sports bra or whatever. And slamming niggas, niggas slamming her. It just, she was groundbreaking in the sense that she was a fucking wrestler. So I always had. That's dope. You know, girls who were playing men in sports. So mm-hmm. the whole... You think that it would be more accepting if they were trans? No! Of course not. I actually... Because you know whenever you're trans and you you try to play... Or you try to play sports, they do something and say, oh, you have an advantage. But mm-hmm. yeah. I actually used to be one of those girls. I used to play against boys. They used to be over it. I used to beat them yeah. in basketball. I used to just play with boys all day. We just play basketball. And they would just be over me. Like, it was just like, they was just so upset. Because it's not. And then, yeah. yeah, then, like, we actually played, like, an actual game. It was, like, a team, me and, like, five other girls, maybe. And we played against these boys, and like they was just like just their attitude, like they pride got even, like they got even more competitive. Like of they they wanted to kill you out yeah, there. Yeah, they <laughs> got extra rough. <laughs> they that wanted, is because they had a you point have like prove. the men, like boys on the sidelines, say, "Oh my god, you gonna let a a girl beat you? You it's, got beat by a girl." It's like when and we it's fighting, like double 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 it's, hard. It's like when we fighting a dude. Like if you a queer boy and you fighting a dude and you get to <laughs> wearing him out and the niggas like damn you get wore out by that punk that's, right. Right. <laughs> that's how they would be when I be twirling niggas yes, because you know you gotta come with it because you know they're gonna try to get you together uh-huh, right you exactly so it makes them go extra hard because now mm-hmm. their pride is involved now they shame mm-hmm. right <laughs> they gotta go hella hard so I, I, for me I think um, my issue so like y'all know when something makes sense I kind of even if it's kind of um, some certain things kind of make sense. I understand why people have the feelings that they do. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend. Her name is Brittany Miller and she's on my Facebook page. She is one of my she's we're not close friends. She grew up with one of my close friends. So we're kind of friends by proxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't I know her never met her in person, but we are on each other friends list and we comment on each other stuff like stuff like that. So she had posted a post. Now, sometimes, you know, everybody on my list based on everybody ain't educated on trans stuff. So sometimes they're they get kind of extra and I'll be like and I'll come on the post and be like, no, you're being extra. So <laughs> this is this is what she said. And this is something that I understand why she has this opinion. So she says, I am all for inclusivity, but this is outright wrong. So the article was about trans people playing in sports. Okay. She says, this is outright wrong, but this is um, females and males have a clear genetic difference. One being that they are legitimately stronger and faster than females. I take it takes years of hormone therapy to even make a significant impact on the body as the person transitions. 
right is right and wrong is wrong. Sometimes people need to know where to draw the line just because, and just because, and just to add, just because I don't agree don't mean that I'm transphobic. <laughs> you know, they got to add that. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I say, now, hearing that, that statement, when I read it, I understand why you be, like why you think that because it is based in a level of truth. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. So this is was my response to her. I say okay. So her basic and her argument is that there are genetic differences. Right. Okay. So it's not that I disagree with her. There are some levels of what she's saying that is actually true. You know, there is mm-hmm. uh, based on hormones, there is a physical difference between men and women. Mm-hmm. Get it? Totally get it. It makes total sense. I say, okay, cool. Since you based your argument on a genetic difference, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say Michael Phelps has a genetic difference that makes him genetically better at swimming than most males. That's why he is able to smoke <laughs> the people that he is in competition with. He has a l- larger than average arm wingspan. He has his body genetically produces less lactate acid, 50% less lactic added, mm, lactic acid, <laughs> lactic acid <laughs> than his male rivals, mm-hmm. which reduces his, which makes him less prone to fatigue. Right. Okay. It makes him less tired. Right. Another example is Castor Semenya. Mm-hmm. We talked about her, a female who is genetically produces more testosterone than the average female. Mm-hmm. All these differences are genetic-based differences that give them advantages in their sport. Mm -hmm. If genetic-based differences are the basis of where you draw the line, if you are choosing to only draw that line with trans people, but not choosing to draw the line with other people who have genetic advantages, Mm -hmm. then what you are actually doing is actually transphobic. Mm -hmm. Like if you're on, if you're only drawing the line for us, then it's transphobic. Mm-hmm. Like, are you making just as big of a deal right. at his genetic disadvantage? Right. Are you making just as big of a deal as her genetic disadvantage? Right. Not at all. Because Not they at don't all. They don't. Fuck. They don't care. They don't say nothing. But now, because, because they feel of like mis- they naturally have it, and mm-hmm. we we have to. <clears throat> they do say something is for women, but go ahead. Black women. Right. And we got to point that out. Right. Cassius Semenya. Right. She played for a long time. A long time. But she's been getting ridiculed. And I think it's because she's a black woman mm-hmm. because of her genetic difference. Mm-hmm. They proved that she was a woman. They did the, you know, check, see if you got a vagina, a legitimate vagina. Mm-hmm. They did all of that. And she passed it with flying colors because she was born a woman. God, I imagine how that feels. Being totally a cis humiliating. woman and yeah. somebody saying, oh, well, yeah, in order for you to continue to play, you gotta, we have to make sure that you were genetically born. Yeah. They so, did gynecology tests on her, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. God so they damn. did that when, when 10 years ago, they did that. So they once she proved that she was a cis girl, then they let her play. But it started still to be a problem. People still mm-hmm. was attacking her. Like, you got whatever you got going on, you got an advantage. So then somebody else started attacking her again, and that's what brought her up again recently. I'm sure on top of her being lesbian, 
they did the most too. Mm-hmm. It's so many things. It's an so intersection of a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But nobody is doing that for somebody else who have a. Are we testing men to see if they have a higher testosterone testosterone level as another man? Right. Are we doing that? Of course not. So I, in my <laughs> mind, I feel like I feel like what you have to and and she was she was trying to say that she wasn't. I'm not transphobic at all. And I was trying to explain to her that you can be transphobic in certain areas of your life. And I said, you are transphobic in in your ideas around sports. Right. You may not be socially transphobic. You may not be, you know, you may be cool with the girls, yeah. which she is. You may be do you all that. You may got everything right. You may have everything else right, but right. in this particular subject, right. you are transphobic because you are not drawing the line with anyone else when it comes to genetic differences, except for when it's a trans person playing the sport. I will say, since I have a hard time knowing where I would place trans folks when it comes to sports... I feel like I have some transphobia to work out as well because I'm still like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Listen, I actually agree with you. Like there's a, there's a, there's a, there is something that is to be said about the point that she's making. Right. I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. But based on the rules now, especially like when we talk about track and field, mm-hmm. you have to have you have to have your blood work done. You have mm-hmm. to have your hormone level levels at the equal level of an average woman. Mm-hmm. You can't have like they check your levels. If mm-hmm. you're a trans person, they can't have. Now they can't they that's this is the rules, the official mm-hmm. rules of what it is. So you have to have now, once you get to that level, like she was like, it takes years for the it, hormones to make an uh, impact. Not really. It doesn't take No, a, it now some years, people darling. it doesn't take years. Some people mm-hmm. have a, a speedy inter- a reaction to hormones, some people have a slow reaction to hormones. Mm-hmm. Like me, but, my my reaction is very fast. Yeah. Your mind too. Mia, she was at one point. She was just on blockers because she ran out of estrogen, and her her estrogen levels and testosterone levels was the same. But her estrogen levels was the same as a cis woman's, but the testosterone levels. I don't know. It was something to where they was like fighting each other. Oh no, baby! But I think her... you got it wrong. Oh, okay, go ahead. It's okay. Explain it. Okay, so <laughs> basically, <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, Papa, <laughs> it, the the it's the opposite. Oh, okay. Um, my because I was taking testosterone blockers. My te- my testosterone was wait wait wait. No, I was out of testosterone blockers. I was taking only estrogen. Oh. So my estrogen was the same level of my the testosterone. So they were fighting each other. Yeah, it, oh. and they're not supposed to be equal. Not they're all. not supposed to be equal they to anybody. Equal. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like, babe, what she was Oh, she was mean. <laughs> mean. But grouchy. Grouchy. Emotional you don't really get, you really don't understand it. Like, living in it i had to ask you like okay so like do you notice the difference he'd be like i can tell you ain't you ain't you your levels ain't balanced and then i talked to my uh my doctor and i was like oh, i was talking to my boyfriend and he was like like please go get your hormones <laughs> <laughs> and she was just keen at me she was laughing so hard it's it's a it's a real thing yeah definitely so it how it affects somebody's body is very very different mm. and what the rules are is if you are a trans person playing in a sport with the, your affirmed gender mm-hmm. then your levels have to be at the same level as a average person like the average woman mm-hmm. so if that's the case cool you are you have gotten your levels to the point so 
we're not for you to qualify to play in this sport you have to have the levels that you're supposed to have you feel mm-hmm. what i'm saying so they're following the rules so it's like okay now this is another question that you might ask like how has your body being exposed to testosterone for that long for that many years mm-hmm. how that how has that given you the advantage Mm-hmm. Even starting out, now your mm-hmm. levels are at the where it's supposed to be. But how is it giving your muscles and your your bone structure? How has that? Yeah. How is that the advantage? It these are legitimate questions. Yeah, it's not, yeah, and when, yeah, and when yeah. I see, but, when I talk about it, mm-hmm. I when I hear people talking about it, these are legitimate questions. So I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're transphobic because you said that. I'm gonna be like, eh, I kind of listen. Yeah. I'm, I understand what you're saying, but let's talk. Let's talk about this a little bit. I think I think what people are trying to do is try to figure out how they can include um, people that are not cis or people who have um, different hormone levels or people who have um, taken hormones and how they can include that to with cis people who do not have um, who aren't taking hormones and don't have hormonal advantages. How can they regulate that so you can it can be a healthy competition and you won't have an advantage. I thought what would be cool. I don't know how this will work out, but Mm -hmm. because a person asked me, um, since there, um, since this was kind of weird, but (laughs) this is, this was his response back. Mm -hmm. He says, since they have their own boxes to check on certain paperwork now, um, giving them their own division Will that solve the problem? They get to compete and set their own records. They can have their own everything. Just like natural born women and natural born men, they can have their own section of the sport. That's a problem. That, yeah, I, I didn't. That was weird to me. Because they're like, no. That's like having the own section of the bathroom. Weird. Yeah. That's weird to me. I so, could just imagine somebody be like, oh, the trannies are are competing today let me go ahead and just target them (laughs) or or ignore the sport altogether right um i say no um that wouldn't be a solution based on what i've heard from other trans athletes othering or segregating just furthers marginalized people even further the reason for a checkbox on documentation is you know is because of like the nuances and stuff in regards to like going getting stuff done like mm-hmm. paperwork and access that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's a, just a whole different area arena when than when we're talking about sports i said what would be actually cool is if we had keep them keep the separate categories just for you know whatever tradition's sake i guess whatever Mm -hmm. but keep the separate categories but what wouldn't it be cool as fuck to see a all people track Hmm. meet like like anybody can have the separate ones and they're separate occasions right but have a all people's track meet where anybody can run male female just a whole separate category where everybody is together because I'm pretty uh, sure that let's let, let me just guess. I'm mm-hmm. sure that a dude, a male, probably would be on top of the speed. Okay, right. cool. Mm-hmm. But it would be cool to see how men and women <laughs> place in that middle section. Like hmm. that middle who how many women would beat the guys? 
how many Hell men yeah. wouldn't you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be cool to see anybody. It doesn't matter what gender you that are, would trans. Be cool it would be cool to have a <laughs> section of everybody. It's like like especially shit that's based in speed. I don't mm-hmm. I'm I don't know about um unless they want to contact sports. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, if like we were just talking about Miss mm-hmm. um, Harris, um, if she wants to, go ahead, go for it. I'm all for it. Do what you do. Mm-hmm. Break it. Break the doors down. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but especially things that's based in speed, like swimming, mm-hmm. like because um, I know so I, in, at my school it was a girl who was the fastest out of everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a girl mm-hmm. who was the fastest. So it was like. I don't, you know, I would love to see that. That would be a really, really cool thing. I don't know if it would be a solution. I just would think it would be an interesting thing yeah, to see. Yeah, it would be cool. Everybody do. Yeah, so, that would yeah. be cool. I think so, that would be fine. So congratulations to Miss Tony Harris right. for um, breaking the football glass ceiling in regards to college football and getting your scholarships. Um, What's we her really, ethnicity? She's, she's black. black. Oh. I wouldn't be talking about her. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, she's she's a black woman. Okay, cool. So you know, I really wanted to highlight her. So congratulations on breaking that barrier, and I really wish you the best. I'm gonna be cold. I don't. Ooh, I don't. I would want to see if she, who would have the courage to sign her if I she's really really good. I think I think that would be like the first. I would be scared for her. Really? Yeah, she's little. She's not a um like a big person. She's small, so I'm like, I'm sure she works out and she's getting her strength training up. But I'm like, God, I would be scared because them niggas be rough as fuck. What but position anyway, she play? I don't remember, but you have to check that out. No, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whatever the position, she'll be on the phone with a bunch of niggas and big ass strong <laughs> ass niggas. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, well, good luck and congratulations. So, motherfucking, this trans guy tried to go to a Catholic church. No, not a Catholic church. A Catholic hospital to get a hysterectomy. He told them like two days before the surgery that he was trans. And then the lady was like, oh, never mind. (laughs) What? (laughs) She said, oh, never mind. We're not going to do it anymore. Uh, my pussy would have been on fire we know what it was about but she said um they don't provide the doctor name is dr Lindsay dawson don't go to her she said (laughs) um the law oh wait she said we don't provide elective sterilization we don't sterilize people. And I find it ironic that places in like Asia, they actually are forcing trans people to get sterilized to be able to get their gender markers changed. Right. So I was like, okay, what do y'all, my, y'all motherfuckers try to wiggle anyway to y'all transphobia? So basically, don't go to them. And it's not a surprise because it is a Catholic hospital. What's the name of the hospital? Let's see. He's basically he trying to sue them. So let's see. It's Mercy San Juan Medical Center. No mercy, right? Right. <laughs> it said they do they do hysterectomies. They have to do hysterectomies. Yeah, they on do. Cis women. Yeah, the, the doctor said they do hysterectomies all the time, but because it's a trans person, they don't do sterilization. 
<laughs> so what I'm about to do is I'm gonna give y'all website, you know, below to be able to go to all the doctors that do provide them. So yeah. y'all can go to these people. So it's multiple doctors <laughs> around the country and we're going to put some links to them in our um, show notes to um, so, so you can have links to go get them. So y'all don't have to end up like him like, what the fuck? I, want, I just want my hysterectomy. I don't want this shit in me no more. As a person who won't hysterectomy eventually... It's kind of like I wouldn't even I would do the research before I went mm-hmm. to a doctor. Like I would make sure I'm going to somebody that's trans friendly. Because I remember this one guy back in the day. They, I forgot his name, but they wouldn't let him get a hysterectomy when he had ovarian cancer. Like they refused to give him a hysterectomy. And he died. What? Oh yeah, we yeah. did talk about him before. Mm-hmm. What? Tell me something. Why do you want a hysterectomy? I think it. Um, it actually makes like I don't I wouldn't have to battle those hormones anymore. Um, and also if I wanted to not go on hormones, I won't get a menstruation anymore. That would be cool. Cause being on T stops you from menstruating. So mm-hmm. what would a hysterectomy do? Um, it could make my levels go up. Like it could make my testosterone levels go up more. Like my body, even though I take hormones, my body still is is battling i was actually a late bloomer like mm-hmm. which is cool because like I don't, I, yeah, i'm not trying to recede too fast or nothing like that but it took me a long time to see like a lot of changes like as far as body distribution and so i could tell my estrogen is really strong like even before i transitioned i was like hairless like mm-hmm. completely hairless um what else? I was really soft. My skin was everything. I rarely got pimples like that. Like, well, actually, it sounds like one thing same. about you is what that I don't see when guys get on testosterone. They get mm-hmm. that male sunken face. Oh. That male oh. kind of um, where they face. I know droops. what you're talking about. Yeah, yours is still clear. Yeah, and, you know <laughs> it ain't. It don't. It ain't. And I don't know if that's it's per- still kind of your age. Maybe. I've seen guys my age have that, though. Mm, yeah, like, it does something to them. Yeah, for me, I'm, like, grateful to be a late bloomer. Then I'm kind of like, I don't really want a hysterectomy that fast because I do still want children biologically as well. Mm-hmm. So the only reason I really would is for, uh, I would get a hysterectomy is for to not battle those hormones and if I wanted to get bottom surgery. But the bottom surgery is not really where I want. As far as phalloplasty, mm-hmm. I thought about metoidioplasty, but I don't think you need a hysterectomy for that. Mm. But that's really the only reason. I'm really not in a rush for that. But I am afraid, like, because we are high risk for cancers. Yeah, because um, if you still have it. Yeah, so, like, I thought about the alternative about, like, kind of going off sometimes, going off testosterone here and there. Um, to make those cells yeah, come back alive. Have a little baby oh. Marsha's place. I don't know. We don't have a baby. Well, both people got to be fertile for that to happen. Uh, okay. We always yeah. have this conversation. We <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, always so, do this. So, I remember Buck Angel talked about. Um, when he had, he had his though. hysterectomy mm-hmm. and he didn't uh, something was going on where he mm-hmm. didn't do something and it actually atrophied or Get something. Get a pap smear. Yeah, he you wouldn't. check he, that out. Yeah, so, which is kind of weird to me because mm-hmm. being that he's a porn star, I would think that that's something that he would 
regularly. regularly. Yeah. yeah. So that was really interesting, but it actually atrophied, and he would he has told this story, and so you got to get a little bit more information in regards to that on his on his platforms. But he told mm-hmm. me that it was something that um you know mm-hmm. his, his whatever was there atrophied, and he he was having problems with it, and so he got a medical procedure to fix whatever what was going on. So I remember it was mm-hmm. something that happens when you actually do. So that is something my doctor told me about that. Um, I'm gonna give y'all some real. T- I ain't even gonna be one of them people that's just gonna but a lot of uh, one issue that is common in a lot of trans guys is like one is uh, like ghost menstruation pains where it happens to me every now and then like it's like you get little pains as if you're on your period it's weird like in your back like for me it's in my back also something that happens is like random pains that happen like in the uterus area, um, that hasn't really happened with me in a long time, but that's something that's common. That's kind of scary and making me be like, when it did happen, it made me want to go off hormones because I was like, nah, I'm trying to keep my uterus, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So that's something that happened. Something that's also not uncommon is like it gets drier down there like you know it's those cells kind of like get tucked away it gets drier down there so that means you're more susceptible to yeast infections um especially if you're really sexually active that can happen um what else what else you're it's easier for you to get uh stis and um stds because the drier you get down there um and then the more tear happens right you're able to get um stds what else hmm a lot of motherfuckers don't know you can still get pregnant you know we have these uh, conversations yeah. you can still get pregnant because what happens is your eggs are still dropping. Right. Like, it's not about... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the, yeah, your bleeding stop, but them eggs, because of mm-hmm. the biology, mm-hmm. them eggs are still coming down saying, hey, we ready to be fertilized. Yes. They coming down to a barren land, mm-hmm. but but yeah. they coming down. Yes. And so, if some sperm connect to it, mm-hmm. hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yes. is, that's what... um. Camden. That's what happened to him because he he's a gay man, so he mm-hmm. sleeps. He was in a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. with a, with another gay man, mm-hmm. and they were having sex with a cis gay man, mm-hmm. and they were having sex. And he thought that he just was gaining weight, like he mm-hmm. didn't know, you know, what was going on. He had mm-hmm. his top surgery and blah 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 blah, blah mm-hmm. baby. He said, like six months in, he had went. He said, I just thought I was getting fat. I, <laughs> I'd already been a fat person, so I was like, <laughs> I just thought I was getting more fat. So cool. <laughs> Baby, he said he went to his doctor. The doctor said, well, (laughs) you have a bun in the oven. People don't know you can, like, fucking pregnancy tests still work on transmit. So Mm -hmm. you can take pregnancy tests if you want to. Yeah. Um, With the atrophic, I forgot what it's called, but with the atrophy you was talking about, the signs in that, the doctor was telling me the signs in that is it's kind of like symptoms as if it's a yeast infection, but it's different. It's it's a little more grosser. <laughs> like, it's a little more grosser to know that that's happening. But yeah, that's why it's important to get your pap smears. Like, I understand it can be invasive. It can be a lot, but it's actually some cool ass people where I go is Planned Parenthood, and they're not weird. It's usually black women that work there, uh, bl- women of color that work there, and they mm-hmm. real cool, and they 
not weird about it. Right. And that's why places like Planned Parenthood are so important. Mm -hmm. I know people give them a bad rap and attack them about um, abortions, but Planned Mm -hmm. Parenthood actually provides a lot of resources resources that have nothing to do with abortion. Mm -hmm. Abortion is a small part of what they do. And Mm -hmm. so when when you are attacking them and trying to get them closed down, in especially in states like Mississippi and Texas and places mm-hmm. that are really, really conservative and getting them mm-hmm. down, closed down to where it's one in the state or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, where it's just a little bit and people can't get to them, you're not affecting, excuse me, you're mm-hmm. not just affecting people who are looking for the health care of abortion, but you're you're affecting people who are looking for health care in other aspects of their lives. They provide it's not, a it's, lot. Yeah, they provide a lot. So get the fuck out of here. They and, even and give and you free you, condoms. Right. And, <laughs> and I don't think people understand, like, they're like, oh my God, we close down these places that are helping um, our genocide our people because of somebody they said somebody invented um, Sanger. Susan yeah. Yeah. Sanger. right but then it what made me think about um, about Planned Parenthood uh, and like that whole conversation um, is is like I've been around cis women when they're like oh my god like I don't know what I'm gonna do and like they're at this point of like I'll do anything. I've heard girls say that they all like I've heard so many girls do crazy stuff just to have abortions and I thought about I don't know if you guys have ever seen um Queen with um Halle I Berry. Was just, oh, I was like and um <laughs> there was a point where she had she had Alex Haley roots to the Queen story, yeah. Yes. It was a point mm. where she was about to have an abortion. They took her to this this crazy place where they well it's not a crazy place but back then that's where they did abortions Mm -hmm. and then it makes me think of colored girls Mm -hmm. where she had to go to that lady in this crazy Mm -hmm. neighborhood and and like that's what women are going to have to resort to doing crazy things so you're not going to you're not going to stop women from having abortions Mm -hmm. you're just going to force them into unhealthy ways of having abortions absolutely I thought you was about to talk about Queen from Super Queen J because I remember (laughs) she said something like she was like, yeah, they talking about the Sanger lady or whatever, but like it was built out of racism. This whole fucking system was based on racism. I'm yeah. supposed to not just get health care? Like, exactly. the fuck? I'm not supposed to eat? Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So, yeah. fucking get your vaccines. <laughs> Go to the doctors, because the doctors are, are out here. They're growing. They're starting to see that you know hey we can take these people money which is why i kind of feel like they're more accepting to trans folks because they like oh they got money to spend okay come on over here you know capitalism um that's why fs is so fucking expensive (laughs) right so it's doctors just like a lot of procedures you gotta (laughs) pay the hospital and all those things but yeah yeah, it's trans-friendly doctors out here like it's Planned parenthood was actually the first place i've been to to where they were like um, how do you identify uh, female, male, transsexual, male, transsexual woman? So I thought that was interesting. The first place I've been to, it was like that. And I was like, right. this makes me, it was my first time there. I was like, this already makes me feel like, feel more comfortable to come here. Right. So make sure you go into them people to where they don't fucking cancel two days before your surgery. Yeah, it's like you, you, uh. I've talked to people who, who were happy about getting gender affirming surgeries, and you see people on social media, or social media, talk about like, "Oh my God, I'm about to get this surgery," and they get so happy, and then like I could just imagine how that feels to be right there at the door, and they say, "Oh no, man." Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, now I got to go through months of menstruating again mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe not or whatever, whatever I got going on. And have you y'all, know, have, I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. I was about to say, have y'all ever got like a, what's it called? <laughs> a prostate exam. I'm supposed to. <laughs> I mean, everyone that was specifically born AMAB is supposed to, but. Yeah, my thing is I, uh, right now I'm not working, so I don't have insurance. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm, I've been kind of procrastinating doing the little whatever oh, I need that to just do with that. So like, scary. Uh, I just think yeah. it's weird. <laughs> I mean, you have to. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not advocating not to do it. It's just. You know, you got to open up your booty hole for somebody. <laughs> Man, if I had to open my legs on some fucking things and have a cis lady all up in there and feel all that pressure, then, then y'all I can, can do it too. And then that swab, ugh, it's just uncomfortable. And then the cold little piece yes. that they do to open up the vagina. Yeah, it's very that. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's super, super uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> but I would, I, when I had insurance, I would go once a year. <laughs> I'm going to do it multiple times. <laughs> but I would go once a year just to, you know, get the overall mm. physical and that kind of stuff. So it's like super, super uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's different when. Have you I, had it before? What? A pap smear? I mean a... <laughs> yes, Mia. I've had a wonderful pap smear. It, it went oh. so amazing. <laughs> In my <I've>... dreams. <laughs> no. Our prostate yeah. check. I have had everything. A colonoscopy. Oh, how was the prostate yeah. check? Um, everything at a doctor is uncomfortable. Man. <laughs> you like it's funny because you know you would think because my history as as an escort, being naked in front of somebody would be no tea. But it's different when you're naked in front of somebody that ain't a client. Hey, <laughs> you like, gotta pay them. Yeah, it's like yeah, you the you the trick. <laughs> right. So I'm like oh, like it's really uncomfortable. Um. I, most of the people that I've had were dudes. It wasn't <laughs> women. Um, I but think you I said had you're more comfortable woman. with men, right? I'm not comfortable with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not comfortable with anybody. But I know this is a necessary process. So what you me choose? To, I'm more comfortable with women. Who would I choose? Like if I had a I don't know. I don't think about gender when it comes to doctor. Oh, I think okay. about like what's your what's your education? Yeah. <laughs> what, what like do you know about trans folks? Am I getting right. asked? You know shit like <laughs> your the, what is your way to introduce me to this? Like I yeah. want to know. Have you had had trans clients? Most of the people that I've been to, I've gotten recommended by other trans people. Mm-hmm. So um, I have been to a woman before, and so. Um, I don't know. It just for me, it's just it's one. Once I have psyched myself up, okay, today's the doctor appointment. You gotta go, <laughs> so let's go. And you yeah. go in, and you know, just the uncomfortableness of that, yeah. uncomfortableness of, um, you know, just being naked in front of somebody that you're not fucking is kind of weird. Man, <laughs> just my, do your job, man. My <laughs> no. primary do doctor. Your job. My That's pri- all I be thinking. Um, so how long is this going to take? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, can you hear this along, please? <laughs> oh, when you stand in front of them, they got to touch your balls and shit. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> it is Woo. so, like... You got to call. <laughs> that, all that shit, all the... It's like, <laughs> oh, do it's they like, have to grab them? <laughs> they got to do them like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Y'all should no. see the way Diamond is smushing the mic. <laughs> oh my god! Go like this, and it's like, and then they, uh, it's so like, it's so, it's so like, yeah. And then, then if if so, if you know the male body, when our body is cold. Mm-hmm. Our balls suck up to our body. Yeah, I've seen like it they- in Mia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Z will sit there and look at me naked and be like, "Oh my God, it's moving on its own." I never got to do <laughs> that like, before. I never got to do it, it before. I want balls and a dick. I just want to see what it's like. I just imagine how we are naked. <laughs> she do the same <laughs> thing to me. The same thing with him. I'm like, oh. She'd be like, "It's so meaty." I'd be like what? I'm done. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, for me, when your body is cold, the scrotum, <laughs> the scrotum, women with scrotums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're cold, they kind of say <laughs> they get real wrinkly. That's the noise they make. Up. <laughs> That's the noise I imagine. So they they get real wrinkly and kind of. Um, contract up to you mm-hmm. and when you're hot they get real saggy <laughs> and hang down so usually our doctor's office are really cold mm-hmm. so your piece is looking little and shriveled and your balls is looking shriveled you like uh like you just got a cold ass leg or something <laughs> oh my god and then you're not turned on at all so you got you're conscious about that and then you're like now nah, I got this usually minor white <laughs> So I got right. this white motherfucker that's about to touch my balls, <laughs> and you like, and then they're they're trying to make small talk <laughs> to make you comfortable. Right. So I'm like, oh, what is going on? Let Man. me get up out of here, and then and then you sit in the cold room. They leave out, and then you got anxiety. I know me. I got each and every time I got anxiety, like they about to go out and kiki with the nurses or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm imagining all that. I and- saw her Oh, it is so. (laughs) See, when I do, when I get into like places where somebody's seeing me naked, my eight map body. I get super high film. Like, <laughs> like I'll scream, wow. I'll squirm, I'll do all the things. Wow. Because it's just like, I don't want you to look at me as so a, Like, I don't want you to view me as a you man. You start performing, bitch. Yes, I be just... But no, but I'm I'm honestly just really melodramatic anyway. So you it are. goes like past that. But I not mean, melodramatic. You you dramatic. <laughs> yeah, drama, drama. Yeah. Very that. I'm very drama dramatic. But it, it I don't consciously think about it. I just mm, it just happens. It just it's happens. part of your anxiety setup. Yes, because yeah. I'm just like oh my god. Just how you like, scream just a few seconds ago. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, especially when you got to do like um an STD test and they put that little Q-tip in there. They don't do that no more. Oh. Oh, I've had that. You happen. just gotta pee in oh, the Oh, they cup. shouldn't. That's old school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who well, you going to, shit. bitch? They oh. shouldn't be doing that still. That's old. They how old? The old. Like they've been like stopped doing it like five years. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's been a while. Um, my, so they, I, my fucking primary doctor is an OBGYN. I still ain't went to him for something. I just be like, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the women. Oh, you have a problem. You so you go to somebody else? Yeah. Why you don't make them? They're not in your network. Why you don't make them your primary doctor then? 
Um, because Planned Parenthood is expensive. You don't got insurance. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my doctor, he cool. But I'm just like, mm, like I don't know. I just I'm more cool with women, like women yeah. doctors. But I would not be okay with the man. I would be naked. I would be cool with a trans doctor. Like I'd be cool with that. Like that would make me more comfortable than anything. I wouldn't even want a trans doctor. Really? No. Why? Mm. Why? Cause I don't want you, cause you're not finna kick heat to the community about me. <laughs> oh, this is the community is too small. Really, Mia? <laughs> you know the community is small. I didn't had, I didn't heard conversations, but the, the behind the scenes conversations at STD like at places and they do key. So Man, people should no, be doing that anyway. No, That's why no. we just had an a episode part of human on that. I think it's a part of human. Not maybe not Kiki and telling T, but they might just be. Kicking about the situation, certain around the situation. Mm-hmm. That yeah, makes that's sense. weird. I don't. I, I never thought about having a trans doctor. Interesting. I, I it doesn't cool. matter. I think of everybody the same. I'm gonna be awkward <laughs> either way it goes. Fucking <laughs> Marcy Bowers does um, the sex change. Yeah, sex change. She's a gynecologist as well. Yeah. Cool, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Boy, fuck. What was I about to say? We was about to end this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot what I was about to say. Fuck it. But <laughs> we're going to have the links in the bottom for people who, a list of people who does hysterectomies. And um, uh, we, hope, all we hope that you, all the surgeries, yeah. we hope that you sue the fuck out of them and we hope that you win. <laughs> right. Fuck a Mercy Hospital. They're whack. I want to talk about I'm pretty sure you guys have already heard about H&M's antics because they they are on a roll they keep being on the road darling um well I guess it depends on who's looking so I just happen to be on my feed per usual and um I was looking at um some feedback that people were posting there was a UK based stylist well uh, a UK based textured hair specialist <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that's how that that's what they named them a UK textured hair specialist wow. and I guess I'm basically trying to say that he works with black folks so mm-hmm. um, his name is Vernon Fran- Francis Francisio I can't say it right posted a photo on Instagram which was a photo of a, a black girl with her hair combed to the back and he 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 was just saying that basically he was frustrated because there's been too many times where he's seen his people overlooked and um as far as being in front of a team and uh, the other girls of different ethnicities have been polished and his statement was this has to stop the lengthy post continued his comment was this has to stop it appears to had um, very little attention to how he imagined yet another black girl from my community being ignored by the team around her. I had, like, when I seen that, I was like, damn. When I heard what he said, I thought about all the times that um, I've been, a, I've gone to salons and I thought that they catered to everyone and they only cater to a specific type of hair i wanted to know what your thoughts are on that like do y'all feel like maybe um 
she didn't have the right people around her to be able to qualify to do her hair because what he said was they they're they're definitely qualified to do her hair because their hair their hairstylists so um they don't mean you're qualified to do black hair well that's true but you but if if you know that you're gonna have some black people there then you Mm -hmm. definitely should either do some some research on how to do it yourself or have the right people there that's yeah how. i think have the right people there because you sh- if you're coming into a into a photo shoot you should not be doing research on black hair right before you go to this photo shoot <laughs> like oh, you, yeah, shouldn't should be the, you shouldn't be the person you already, yeah you, yeah <laughs> but a lot um, of feedback was saying that damn like like yet again you know we have another black girl being portrayed as this image and then you have another part of the community that is saying okay so what are you guys problem with this she's showing her natural hair she look um this is this is something that should be celebrated and we shouldn't be trying to affirm ourselves into eurocentric beauty and we should actually applaud this because that's going to give girls who and guys who have her texture of hair make them feel comfortable with wearing their natural hair in public instead of having to either perm their hair or have to wear their hair a certain type of way in order to be accepted in society. So I want to know, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that... Where we that, fall on the line? Yeah, like, do you think that, damn, they should have had someone there to, to do her hair? Or, or do you feel like she was neglected? Or do you feel like, no, she... She should be applauded to to wear any kind of hair that she wanted, especially her natural hair, because that's something that should be celebrated. Mm. Well, from what I've seen, I've seen these other little kid models on H&M. Their hair look just as like a kid's hair. Be. Yeah, every, every one of the kids, their hair look messy. Yeah. It looked messy like they was playing on the yeah. playground. First of all. To me. That's what I thought. <laughs> right. Second of all, I'm on the side of the black people that are like, this her fucking hair. Just because her edges ain't laid and her hair ain't brushed. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I bitch, think the I response would have been different. I think the response would have been different if her hair was longer. Like think yeah, about yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. it looked like that, but instead yeah. of being that short little um, ponytail, that short whatever was happening there, what if it was a longer puff with the the edges the same exact yeah, way, yeah, 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 the, everything, but it was longer, right? No, I don't think it would have had the same reaction Me too. that it is having now. I think because it was short. And trying, they tried to pull it into that unkept ponytail. Mm-hmm. If it was, if it was, um, because they tried to do that, I think that's what made it look like it was underdone. It was, I think that's mm-hmm. the reason why the reaction was what it was. But I also, when I looked at the picture, I'm like, it, it, I didn't have the same response to it. I felt like it was kind of an overreaction. Yeah. But I also think, you know, did um, honey, I don't think they used to seeing that. Yeah. In such they, high quality. They're either. not, but no, like they, like it, it, it reminded me of like the audiences. Why? audience people's rea- people's reaction to how um beyonce's daughter was um how mm. they like how she i guess how her hair was and they were standing when she was, was a un- baby yeah how yeah. it was unkept and like it reminds me of of it's those weird. type of politics on how you should have your hair as it's a weird. as a black girl because or, or is- they said they also say okay well it doesn't matter um 
her ethnicity or her texture of hair, you can still upkeep her her texture of hair. It just looked like you threw it in in a ponytail. But they always meant to look. It wasn't meant to yeah. look like they had their hair done. Yeah. They, uh, to me, what I what I picture. It looked like they all were supposed to look like they were on a playground playing. Like, like kids they were, be. Like kids be. So, and it was all of them. That's what I thought. And I think if it was longer, it would have been a different situation. I think when we, when we see short hair in its regular state, like in a regular, like I've been laying around the house mm-hmm. doing nothing, da, 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 da. When we see short nat- natural hair, particularly 4C, mm-hmm. if you see that, I think even ourselves is triggering. I think that that shows them that the the people who are triggered by that to me, Mm -hmm. it shows them that you haven't worked that out for yourself. Because Mm -hmm. if any, anybody with a TWA, which is a teeny weeny Afro, anybody who have went through the (laughs) natural, the natural process, Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying? You know that if you're not doing a twist out, Mm -hmm. if you're not doing, I've been natural for since 2010, And Mm -hmm. when I went through the process, Mm -hmm. when I was during at the stage that she was in, that little girl was in where it wasn't long yet. It it couldn't reach into a healthy. um, Well, not healthy. It it was healthy hair, but it it didn't look like a puff. It couldn't reach into that full long puff. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't. If you just saw me sitting around, you Mm -hmm. would be like. What you do? If I went out in public, you would be like, "Oh, what are you doing with your hair?" It was like people would say that instead of it. Where a white bitch, they can just go out and it can be disheveled, greasy, and oily, and Ooh. da 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 da, and you know, life's riddle. I'm being shady. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, mm. it, they can go out and be disheveled, <laughs> and it be no tea. You think like that's oh, that's the normal white people hair, but. <laughs> But us, when we ain't got it in a twist out, when we ain't got it in some cornrows or some kind of elaborate thing, then it looks like our hair is undone when or unhealthy or blah, 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 blah. When really this is just how my hair is in a state that is not twisted and and Mm. manipulated to look like I did something to it. This is just how regular hair is. I guess. But, you know, people used to get made fun of, y'all. Y'all used to get. Well. That's when I was and in it school. Wasn't I'm okay. not in school anymore, so I don't yeah. know what's going on. But I, I I do know that people with little bitty ponytails just get made fun of all the time. So I can see people getting triggered by that. Yeah. I guess it didn't make me feel no type of ways because I have... I've always had a different appreciation for foresty hair because I, speci- I love how specifically because i'm into freeform locks mm-hmm. i love how like the buy my locks where it's just mm-hmm. they just let it go yeah i have an appreciation for that and I only hate <laughs> i hate those i love it, it. So only specific type of hair is able to do those things so i mean i i have a different appreciation for foresty hair like i think it's beautiful for, i i hate i, I agree with for you. all types of i'm not really educated on different textures but i just love black hair all around the spectrum like yeah i, I, just... I have a my texture, <laughs> i have a mixture of 4c and 4b throughout my head mm-hmm. so it, it's it's 
it's I I can make it look like a mm-hmm. fro. I can make it if mm-hmm. I put a certain amount of product, it can it, the top can mm-hmm. curl up, not some of the sides. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can do some manipulate in a certain way, so it, it can look one way, it can look mm-hmm. another way. That's the beauty of black hair. So mm-hmm. I kn- I know what it looks like. Like I know mm-hmm. what that hair looked like. My hair before it grew longer. You see what I'm right. saying? Or before I shaped it into whatever. Da da da. When mm-hmm. I when I was going through my process, I was like, that just looks like short black forcey yeah, hair <laughs> like it's it's not abnormal to me i've seen plenty of little girls with hair like that mm-hmm. but how many but okay but so i've seen the police how many a lot, older but. women have you seen just naturally wear their hair like that in a messy bun or in a messy ponytail and like in a fashionably way it'd be accepted never accepted but i've seen it but more specifically it's more so in places where that's more accepted like i've seen it in oakland um not really in that style though it's more so of a of a certain style they go for i would say no i I can't say i I see the point you're trying to make I, i i do but I think that's the issue. Like that we, is the problem. Th- that the problem is we have to manipulate it to look a certain way. Even in the natural. Even, like, yes. even, in, yeah. even in the natural, we have to manipulate it. We can't just let it get just up go. And go. We yeah. can't do the get up and go. Even a wash and go. Yeah. When you think about like YouTube, YouTube tutorials, I got to make it look a certain yeah, way yeah, in yeah. this wash and go. It's not just mm-hmm. wake up put my scarf on and go out the door Mm -hmm. because if I don't twist it, pick it out, shape it in a certain way where it looks camped, like it looks kept. Even like with some guys, you see them let their hair go like, and like, however, because that's more accepted in men kind of, and they just get like a taper or like a edge up. They still do that. It's some type of style. They still do. But like that's, that still manipulating. Yeah. that's still mm-hmm. manipulating it to look like something. And mm-hmm. I saw even in the natural hair community, I feel like we have to do something for it to look kept. Yes. As opposed to white people who can just go because their hair is straight and that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Well, not every can, white person's hair is straight. Girl. No, not not. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that look, that straight yeah. look is. They don't get their hair policed when they just go out and ain't no bump in it, ain't no curl in it, ain't no. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like if it's just their how their hair is, they don't. They get up. They just be like messy hair day. And yeah, it's like or a joke. whatever. And it's it's yeah. it's not looked. It's they can go to work with the hair and right. it not be something. But right. if I go with my TWA, how I it just kind of naturally went mm-hmm. where, wherever the wind blew it. It's going to look like, oh, well, why you didn't do your little twist? Or why you didn't do your little cornrows? Mm-hmm. Or why you didn't do whatever the yeah. natural thing that we do? Mm-hmm. Why, why you didn't wear your accepted. wigs? It's I not acceptable. I remember getting sit home because mm-hmm. my hair wasn't done from work. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I, how, what did your hair look? It, it, it was not done. Um, it was, I think you, it just was not done. I forgot exactly how it was, but it wasn't kept. I had a scarf on. And I was working at HEB um, in high school. And I think I had just took out a sew-in from a hair show I had just did. And I just didn't have enough time to do my hair that morning. And, um, yeah, I I I told the, the manager that, I you know, I want to keep my hair like this because... 
um, I don't want to take my hair down. And he was like, no, you have to take your hair down. You cannot wear a scarf. And I took my scarf off. They was like, oh, okay, you can go home. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, that's kind of why I grew up appreciation for free form locks. Because they kind of was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just go. Yeah, it's a direct rebellion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was growing up at one point, but I was like, man, I ain't going to be able to get no job. Yeah, that all of that. That's yeah. something we have to navigate in the world. Mm-hmm. So I, I do, I do understand. I, I don't. I'm not mad at people calling it out because I feel like mm-hmm. um, going forward, when people call shit out, I, I, I'm, I'm one of the people that feel like now that we have the platform to call shit out, mm-hmm. call it out. If you feel some kind of way, call it out. Say it, and it's it makes companies conscious mm-hmm. of, of what they do of what they do i think mm-hmm. you know i think once you continue to make people conscious they'll get better and better and better yeah, yeah. because before something or mm-hmm. they'll stop having black folks in their campaigns no <laughs> we don't want that we definitely don't want that but like when you think about it when people especially um big companies it's not just like put on one person's desk it's like putting like past like 50 people and 50 people have to yeah. approve it so 50 people didn't think anything was wrong with that yeah i go ahead, go ahead. i just i feel like <laughs> this i think this i, I, I don't want to say <laughs> i think it was wrong i think that the call out was wrong i think the all oh, okay. the young ladies in the pictures their hair was unkempt yeah and it was disheveled and that was the point them, them. Y'all that was the them? reason uh-huh I was about to say, y'all seen those first day of school pictures, those before and after pictures of them yeah, kids? Yeah, the little like, fun me. I thought I of that. It. Like, I thought of that immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, that's normal. Like, it kids' is hair normal. be fucked up. Everybody's <laughs> hair be fucked up at a certain yes. point, but usually children. I be like, oh my God, like, London, how you come, my niece, mm-hmm. how'd you come? <laughs> How'd you come home with somebody else's bow? (laughs) What were y'all doing? I'd be so afraid. I'm just like, oh my God, please don't let that that stereotypical thing that happened to girls, please don't come home with a missing with a missing ponytail. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't I think that this was a wrong call out. I think if you looked if you looked at the context of all the pictures with that fool, I thought I thought it was wrong, the wrong call out. But if they want to call out, go for it. (laughs) So so before we go, um, know that the trans march is this weekend in DC. I will be there. I will be conducting interviews with people that I find interesting. That's another thing. I know people have been hitting me up and asking me to be on the show. It I when I when I want people on the show, it is for a specific reason. It's not that I don't want you on the show. It is I don't I don't know how to say it the right way, but I I curate who I bring on the show for a reason. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I don't just don't put anybody on the show. You can't just be like, oh, I want to be on the show. It can't be like that. You have to, um, um, I'm, I look for a specific thing that revolves around a specific topic. Um, and um, people that do specific things in the community and, 
Mm-hmm. If if you don't fit that criteria, <laughs> I you know I'm not gonna be like no, you can't be on the show. But I'm gonna avoid the question. <laughs> so if you see me avoid the question, know mm-hmm. that that's what I'm doing because I I want specific people for a specific reason. For usually when I have a show idea, I'm like okay, well this I want this person or I want to get this person for that show idea because I have a specific narrative that I want to point out. So mm-hmm. understand that. So I am going to be interviewing people while. Why I am at the Trans March now. Of course, we know the Trans March has some problematic things happening. Um, Malik Yoba will not be there as a speaker. He has Aww. been canceled. Thank goodness. Because um, he should not be being propped up. Simple as that. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at Mia's reaction and yours. But I mean, we, we kind of knew this. We kind of knew. We kind of felt it in our bones. <laughs> That this person is not the right, um, based on that Breakfast Club interview, <laughs> this is the, the shit show that that was. <laughs> you know, this is not the, and based on his response to me in our comments, mm. he doesn't have the range to do what we need him to do, so he won't be on this show. We, <laughs> we've talked about him coming, and we've had conversation, and it's a no for me. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's a no for me, dog. Is it, is it a no from you for you, Mia? <laughs> Mia, is it a no for you? Is it a no for you? <laughs> everyone is an ally. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, everyone is Everyone's not an ally. ally. No, I hate her for so, that. So, no, 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 no. So, so stop tagging us. Stop asking him to come on the show. He will not be on Marsha's plate for you know no. <laughs> not gonna happen. So, um, so I will be there. And for some reason, they said that Flame Moreau is gonna be um speaking it's a no for me dog. that's a no <laughs> now that's a no for me everybody is an ally right <laughs> that's a no it's a definite no it's a no for me um why is that. it a no I'm, 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 we'll we, say, why I, is it a no if you wanna know I'll put a link to my article for Essence again if you haven't checked it out I'll put it there I talk about her and Dave Chappelle um, everybody can get this dragging if you're wrong you're wrong <laughs> loud and wrong um, so who is gonna hot me <laughs> ain't nobody <laughs> especially a father of three you got me uh, fucked up <laughs> so, so honey honey oh, we, we have a history of not liking each other so it ain't no motherfucking oh, it's secret. Oh, history, darling. Oh, yeah. We, it's a no. And they go back and go check Fuck, me. Fuck, can we spill tea or no? Why it's just that we don't like each other because I don't... I don't like him. It's a no for her, though. Yeah, it's a no for me. You know, and and I, I have my throat. My I'm gonna have my throat lozenges in when I'm at the march because when that bitch going on stage, I'm gonna be ready to boo. Oh my god! Boo. Are you gonna do it? I'm gonna be giving all of that. You getting booze? You're getting booze. You're getting get her off the stage. Where's the clown and the hook? They're gonna be like, y'all are on the stage. Out there, yeah. Did you see Diamond Stop get escorted out because she was bossy? 
No, I'm not gonna be escorted out. I wish they would. Yeah. And so, boo, you're whack, you're whack. No, 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 no. So she won't. She's a no as well. But I will be there engaging. Father Don't be three. scared to come up and talk to me. I know people be acting weird about not coming up and talk, but come up and talk. Say hi. I'm a cool person. I hope you can tell by my show I'm a cool person. She is super down to earth. Yeah. So come up, talk to me, holla at me. Um, I want to meet everybody that I want to meet. I, I'm coming there for community. I'm not coming there for this particular March exactly. Um, I'm going to be there, but I know that there has been some, you know, when you talk about organizing, it's kind of being kind of in shambles and disorganized and they're trying, but it's kind of like they're failing in certain spots, but I still want to come and support. And, um, yes, we're coming. I'm coming out there. I don't, y'all have to work or something, right? When is it again? It's on the 28th. It's, it's next week. Next weekend. Like the 28th. But they haven't, they have events from the 27th, 28th, 29th. And, uh, we have press passes. So that's where I'm going and I'm going to cover it. So, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to be. There, so come holla at me, and yes, I think we did a show. All right, <laughs> so I see y'all. I talk to y'all next week, and yeah. All right, all right, y'all. Well, y'all, you know, y'all be blessed. Bye, bye, <laughs> bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing